You got anything? Oh, good job, Brother David. <laughs> Sorry. Some of the best cue card holding we've seen in a long time. Excellent. Now listen, we can, we can go to council meetings, we can respond to objections, we can, if we chose to, we could reply to all this rubbish in the newspaper, but our, our strength and our help is not in man, it's in the Lord. And the more we can pray and just pray and just pray to God. Listen, what's, what's at issue is not, it's not our rights to proclaim the gospel. It's the Lord wants people to hear the gospel. And so while we will make our appeals, if need be, to city fathers and city mothers and councils and powers that be and so forth, our appeal is to the Lord. Uh, Lord, we're, we're trying to obey you and fulfill the commission you gave your church. And there's a commission that's being asked to prohibit the fulfillment of your commission. And what we want to do is we want to pray. We don't want to look back on this thing and say, we did everything but call on God. And if we just prayed more, if we had just trusted God more, and He's always, He's always delivered us every single time. He's always uh, worked on our behalf. But, uh, you know, you have not because you ask not, and we, we sure don't want to fail to ask God. And we want to be able to look back on this and give God the glory for uh, delivering and God the glory for, for bringing to pass our, our uh, preserving our liberty and our freedom. So we got no enemies. From our side, I mean, no, nobody's our enemy. We have some people that view us with enmity. We're not against anybody. We don't dislike anybody. Just some people that, that don't understand. They live. They, they, the mindset of America now is, if I don't like something, it should be illegal. And if a Christian says that, they're told to get with the program. But if a lost person says that about a Christian, then all of a sudden there's this big uproar. Wow, Christians are saying something and people don't like it, so it should be stopped. Well, if I said I don't like the rock music playing in a Walmart store, they wouldn't turn it off. They'd tell me to be tolerant. So anyway, you, we don't need to go over all that again. But we just we need to pray. Trust the Lord. And uh, I can show you uh, newspaper clippings going back to the uh, uh, late 80s. Where it's just the same thing over and over and over again, but one day, one day, it could, could the ruling could go the opposite direction, and then we'd all we'd get all muddled up and all kind of legal stuff that we don't want. We just want to stay free and busy preaching the gospel. So, Amen. All right, let's go to John chapter number one. We've been studying the names and titles of our Lord Jesus Christ found throughout the Bible. We've been doing this since August. We had a pretty good time this morning looking at the Lamb, the Lamb of God, which taken away the sin of the world tonight. Not a name, but a title. Jesus Christ is the light. He is the light. The Bible says in John chapter number 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word. There's a name, title of Jesus. And the Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. I believe that. Darwinian evolution's a lie. Cooked up by a man didn't believe the Bible. Believed by people that wish the Bible would go away. Wish, wish God would go away. But He won't. He won't. The Bible says the fool has said in his heart there is no God. Just because he's not in your heart doesn't mean He doesn't exist. 
You might be right. There is no God in your heart, but there's a God. And He created the heavens and earth and all that in them is. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Men, men dwelling in the dark, are not without light. They're not without the availability of light. They're not without the opportunity to enjoy light. They just will not come to or receive anything they don't comprehend. I've never comprehended God. I've never comprehended the deity of Christ. I've never comprehended the blood atonement. But I came to it. And by faith, I put my trust, my belief in what the Bible says about the Lord Jesus Christ. That made all the difference for me. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. Look at that capital L. He's not bearing witness of, of rays coming from the sun. He's not bearing witness of a glow that appears when you flip a switch. He's bearing witness to the light, capital L, light personified, a person who is light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth certain chosen men that come into the world. No, wait a minute. Let's read the Bible. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now, everybody is not saved, but everybody has the light. Everybody doesn't believe, but everybody has the light. Everybody's not received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, but every man that cometh into the world is given by God. Not intellectual light, not, not philosophical light, not educational light, but given spiritual light by the true light. Every man that comes into the world is born with an understanding. If they got any mind at all, if they got any sense at all, they know in the depths of their soul, they know in the, in the recesses of their heart that there is a God to whom they are accountable. Now, now let me answer uh, some of our uh, atheist uh, critics. I'm glad you're listening in tonight. Uh, nice to have you on board. Uh, you can blush if you want to. Nobody's there to see you. You're listening in secret, but we're, we're glad you're there. Let me say to our atheist friends, I do not believe in Santa Claus, but I don't become hysterical when I see people who do. I do not believe in the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy, but I don't try to get people to outlaw conversations about the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. If you don't believe in God, what's bugging you? If you don't believe there's a God to whom you're accountable, why are you so upset? That's the only voice you try to silence when somebody says something you don't believe in. That's, that's an amazing thing. Something's bothering you on the inside, and it's not me. Something's bothering you in the depths of your soul, and it's not falsehood. It's a conscience that God gave you when you came into this world. And every time somebody holds a Bible or quotes a verse or speaks to you about Jesus Christ, something inside you just begins to twist and tie you up in knots, and you think you're mad at the preacher. You think you're mad at the witness. You think you're mad at the Christian. You're not. You're not. You are bothered by the fact that God won't leave you alone. He's the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now, how else do you explain when the preachers go home, you're still upset? When the preaching stops, you're still upset. When the signs are packed in the automobiles and everybody's going out to the restaurant, you're still upset. When you're sitting in the bar five hours later, you're still upset. It's not the preacher. It's not the preaching. It's not the sign. It's not the track. It's God. 
Father, in your heart, it's God after your conscience. That's what's got you so stirred up. Why don't you just humble yourself and repent? And get, get saved and you can know peace and joy. All right, John chapter number 3. John chapter 3. John 3 and verse number 19. Let's start at 18. Let's start at 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Before anybody told you you were a sinner, you were condemned. Before anybody ever told you you need to repent and get right with God, you were condemned. You're already condemned. That Nobody's here to condemn you. People are here to tell you how to escape condemnation. He that believeth on him is not, con- believe not is condemned already because he drank a beer. Not there. Because he used some dirty words. Not there. Because he lit up a cigarette. Not there. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That's why men are condemned. That's why women are condemned. They haven't believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Then how would you escape condemnation? You wouldn't join a church. You wouldn't clean up your life. You wouldn't straighten out your affairs. You would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the condemnation. That is salvation. What will you do with Jesus? So, the Bible says in verse number 19, and this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. How about that? Light is available. But those who love darkness, those who prefer evil deeds, run from the light. It's not the light's fault if you're not saved. It's not the light's fault if you're condemned. It's not the light's fault you're so angry and bitter and miserable. You just keep running from the light. If you'd come to the light, come to the light to shining for thee. Sweetly the light is dawned upon me. Once I was blind, but now I can see the light of the world is Jesus. He's there. It's not, it's not hidden. The gospel's out in plain view. The Bible's for sale in the, in the Walmart store. You can get a copy of the Word of God for a dollar at the, at the Dollar General store. One dollar. Now you'd have to buy a ten dollar pair of reading glasses to see the words. They're so small. But you can get a one dollar Bible down there. Praise the Lord. And so you could know the truth if you wanted to. You could have eternal life if you wanted it. You just don't want it. But the Lord's going to keep chasing you. He's going to keep pursuing you. He's going to send one Christian after another, one witness after another. Amen. But Jake said he's with his uh, brother this week down in in, uh, Miami. And he's stopped there in some traffic. And some people went to come around him. And they pulled up and rolled the window down. And, and, you know, that happens. You don't know what's going to What's going to transpire? And they said, are you saved? He said, yes. He said, like those bumper stickers. And they rode on. And his brother just sat there sort of dumbfounded. <laughs> Does this happen all the time? It doesn't happen all the time, but I tell you what, there's a, you, your brother's behind the wheel witnessing to you, and somebody else pulls up beside a total stranger and rolls down the window and said, I second that. 
I second that. The light, there's light in this world. God's sending light after, after sinners. They run from it, but they don't, they could be saved if they want to. Alright, John chapter number 9. John chapter 9. And verse number 3. John 9, verse number 3. Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Who is that? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Chinese, African. North American, South American, Australian, Arctic. Doesn't matter where you go. The light of this world is Jesus Christ. You want light? You'll find it in Jesus Christ. John chapter 12. John chapter number 12. People spend a fortune at universities seeking enlightenment. People meditate and, and, and do all sorts of religious experiences trying to gain enlightenment. People go on the internet and try to find out the secret uh, mysteries of the enlightened ones. Why don't you just come to Jesus? When you've spent billions of dollars spending sta- spaceships up in outer space and you still don't know where life came from, you could ask a Sunday school boy, eight years old, he can tell you. Why? He's been to the light. He's more enlightened than all your scientists are. When, when they get all done trying to figure out where disease comes from and death comes from and all that. Why, well, we knew that in the Bible first time we read it. The wages of sin is death. By one man's sin entered the world and death by sin, so death passed upon all men. For that all have sinned. We've been enlightened. We've got light. Well, where do the dead go when they die? You don't know that? Those who don't know Christ as their Savior, they lift up their eyes in hell crying for one drop of water. And those that have trusted Christ as their Savior are absent from the body and present with the Lord. How come you don't know those things with a college degree? How come you don't know those things with a master's and a PhD? How come you don't know those things with your Nova channel and your National Geographic channel and your Science channel? How come you don't know where you came from and don't know where you're going and don't know why you're going to die and don't know how to live? How come you don't know those things? Because you won't come to the light. Jesus is the light. You want to be enlightened? You want to see clearly? You want to know the way from eternity to eternity without stumbling and falling? Come to Jesus. He said, I am the light of the world. John chapter 12 and verse number 35 says, Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. While you have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed, did hide himself from them. Now, you ask somebody, ask them to on your job, where are you going when you die? I don't know. I don't think anybody can know that. Not if you dwell in the dark, you can't. Ask somebody at the cafeteria, where are you going when you die? Well, I don't know. Never thought about it. You know what the Bible says? Jesus said, you don't know where you're going because you walk in darkness. Now ask somebody that's been to Jesus for the cleansing power. Ask somebody that's been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Where are you going when you die? I'm going to be with the Lord. Where are you going when you die? I'm going to heaven. Where are you going when you die? I'm going to be with Jesus. How come some people know and some people don't know? Because some ran from the light and they're dwelling in darkness and others came to the light and they're walking in the light of truth. Praise be to God. John chapter number 8. John chapter 8. Jesus is the true light for every man. Jesus is the light come into the world. Men saw this light. Then John chapter 8 
And verse number 12, the Bible says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. How about that? He's the light of the world. You want to you enjoy light? Come to Him. Come to Him. You want the light of life? Come to Him. You want to walk in the light as He is in the light? Follow Him. Praise the Lord. I got family. I got friends. I got relatives. Got neighbors. Got job mates. We all do. I'm not skipping church to hang out with you. I'm not skipping one service, one prayer meeting, one Bible study because you don't like it. I don't need any more darkness in my life. You can come with me to the light and we can enjoy fellowship there. Or I'll stand here and wave at you as you go out on the other side. I've had enough darkness for one lifetime. Not going there, not going to do it. And people say, well, you know what, why, why can't you go here and why can't you go there and why can't you do this and why can't you do that? I could do anything I wanted to do tonight. If I wanted to drink, I'd drink. If I wanted to smoke dope, I'd smoke dope. If I wanted to go out and, and dance in a nightclub, I'd go out and dance in a nightclub. But I've had enough of that darkness. Had enough of stumbling about in the dark. I like the light. I'm glad to be in the light. Go in those bar rooms, those nightclubs. I'll tell you the first thing they'll do. They'll dim those lights. They'll make it as dark as it can be. You know why? Because you'd be ashamed for people to see what you're doing in there. I thank God. I thank God for, for almost 40 years now. There's never been a Friday night I was ashamed of on Saturday morning. There's never been a Saturday night I was ashamed of on Sunday morning. Thank God for life in the light. I don't want to dwell in that darkness anymore. You can, you can have it. You can have that crowd if you want it. I don't want it. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get Proverbs 2 and Ephesians 4. That's just your opinion. I haven't given you opinion yet. We're just reading verses out of the Bible. Proverbs chapter 2 and Ephesians chapter number 4. You might not believe that stuff. Well, go on be angry and bitter and sour the rest of your life. I like light. There's love in this light and joy in this light and peace in this light. What could be any funnier than somebody standing downtown with a sign that says, just do whatever you want to do, who's trying to get what we want to do outlawed? What? What? I mean, just, has anybody thought that through? Not for a minute. Not for a minute. Proverbs chapter number 2. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse number 10. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Now look at that. The light, the pathway of light is available. You've got to turn from it. To walk in darkness. If you wanted to follow God, He'd make it easy. If you wanted to follow Jesus, He'd make it simple. There's no hidden truth in the Bible. There's no dark secrets in the Bible. The Bible's all light. It's all wide open. You've got to turn away from that to get in those paths of darkness. I don't want to go there. Ephesians 4, the Bible says in verse number 18. Ephesians 4, starting at 17, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened. 
being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk, uh, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Now look at that. They are, they have the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. Now, this is not a political statement. I'm just going to put this in terms that you can understand. Somebody says, I want to leave Guatemala and I want to go to the United States of America. When they leave the land where they have dwelt, when they leave the land of their fathers and their forefathers and come to another land, another country that is not their country, it's, they, they are called an alien. When that ship landed in David Maureen's backyard that night, and those, those men got out and said, we, we got your signal, David, where are you? That's why he wanted to live by that big, that hill with that big tower on it. And he sends those beams up. He kept sending pictures of himself up here in outer space. And down they came and they landed. And when they got out, listen, they belong in an, on another planet, but they came to this planet and they were called aliens. Okay, now look, it's, it's just somebody that belongs somewhere else. You know what the Bible says? When you turn from God and dwell in darkness, you make yourself an alien. God did not make you to live in darkness. God did not bring you into this world to live in darkness. If you choose to abide in the darkness in this life or in the life to come, you're an alien. That's not where you belong. You belong in Christ. You belong in in living under the God that made you. Why it is that people flee from the place they were intended to dwell and run to a place where God never intended for them to dwell. Now, now it might be, it might be in some cases that it's better on this planet than on the planet where the spacemen are running from. It might be that it's better in America than in the country that somebody is running from. But I'll tell you something, we have six thousand years of documented evidence, the testimony of billions and billions of people, when you leave God to dwell in the darkness, that's the wrong move. You're never better off dwelling in darkness than you are dwelling in the light. Don't make it, young, young people, listen, right now, right now, you've got to go to church. Dad requires it. Right now, you've got to go to church. Mother requires it. I'm telling you, if you come of age and you decide, I'm running from this light, I'm going to go out there and dwell in that darkness, I'm telling you, you will be an alien, you will be dwelling in a place you never were intended to dwell. And you ask anybody that's here tonight, that spent time out there in that darkness, and they'll tell you, I made the wrong move. I wasted many years of my life in an alien land before I came back home to dwell in the light. Now, you can do it if you want to. Nobody's going to stop you. It's not a cult. we got no barbed wire fences. we got no armed guards at the, at the gate. You can leave any time you want, but you'll be wise to stay put. And if you leave, you'll be wise to get home as quick as you can. Amen. Acts 26. Acts chapter number 26 and verse number, let's see where we need to start here, Acts 26. This is the testimony of Saul of Tarsus, talking about how he got saved. Verse number 15, I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make 
thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith, That is in me. What do we do? We preach Jesus unto the world. We say if you'll come to Jesus, He'll get you out of that darkness and bring you into the light. He'll set you free from the devil's power and you'll be found, you'll find yourself under the power of God. That's what He said. He said, He said, Saul, I want you to go out there in that world and turn them from darkness and turn them to light. That's all God wants. Save people to do out there in that world. Offer people dwelling in the darkness the light of God's salvation. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. Colossians chapter number 1. Colossians 1. He can take those walking in darkness. He can take those with darkness within. And He can turn them to the light. And what would He do? If somebody heard the gospel and believed it. Maybe in Deland, Florida. Maybe in in Tasmania. Maybe in the mountains of France. What would happen if somebody heard the gospel and believed it? The Bible says in Colossians chapter number 1. Colossians 1 verse number 12. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. How did He do that? In whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the, that's the doorway. That's the cleansing way that takes you out of darkness and into light. Now watch this. The Bible says in 1 John Chapter 1 verse 7, the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. I've been out here dwelling in the darkness where God never intended me to dwell. I'm condemned because I'm in the darkness. I'm living an alien life separated from God in this darkness. I am not fit, I'm not meet to dwell in light. But what do I do? I come from darkness through His blood. And as that blood cleanses me, I come out on the other side, meet to dwell in the light. He takes me from what I am, condemned and dirty. He cleanses me by the blood of Jesus Christ. And now I'm not only in the light, but I belong there. Praise the Lord. For the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son. If you're here tonight by some, by, I started to say by some chance. If you're here tonight by God's will and God's direction, and you've never been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you this very night, you could come out of that darkness, you could pass through that cleansing blood, and you could leave here tonight in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise His holy name. All right, let's look at some a uh, few more of these verses here. Matthew chapter number four. Jesus Christ is the light. Matthew chapter number 4. Matthew chapter 4. The Bible says in verse number 16, The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. How about that? 
Somebody's coming to this world to bring light into this world. Luke chapter number 1. Who's it for? Luke chapter 1. This light that's come into the world. Luke chapter number 1. Verse 78. Well, no, let's go back. Let's go back. Verse number... Verse, uh, well, we just do 77. To give knowledge of salvation of the people by remission of their sins through the tender mercy of God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. That's John the forerunner. Now, chapter 2, Luke chapter 2, verse number... Verse number 26, it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Who did he see? Jesus. Not water, not membership. Not sacraments, not good deeds. When he saw Jesus, he said, Now I've seen God's salvation. 31, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. He's not a Jewish Messiah. He's not a Jewish Savior. He's not a national Lord. He's not a tribal God. The Jews and the Gentiles, the Hebrew people, and all the other peoples of the earth. He's their light. He's the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So, Acts 13. Let's go back to Acts chapter 13. Acts 13, we'll start at verse number 47. Acts 13, verse 47. How far is this gospel message intended to go? The Bible says in verse number 47, For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light to the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Praise the Lord. No matter how far you go from that hill called Mount Calvary, everybody you meet along the way is somebody for whom God sent His Son to pull them out of darkness and bring them into light that they might know salvation and forgiveness of sins. Thanks be to God. We, we don't have one message for the black man and one message for the yellow man and one message for the red man and one message for the brown man and one message for the white man. Should you ever happen to meet a white man? I've only met a couple in my life and uh, that, that, they call them albino, but uh, they're, they're, they're white. They're, but you don't see many white men. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there for those of you that are concerned about those things. It doesn't matter who you meet. It doesn't matter where you go. Jesus Christ is their light. Jesus Christ is their way out of condemnation. Jesus Christ is their way out of darkness. I'd go anywhere, everywhere. I'd tell anybody. I'd tell everybody the very same gospel message. You got one group of people you witness to, another group you won't. One people, group of people you want to see saved, another group you couldn't care anything about their soul. You're not right with God. You're not walking with God. You're not following the ways of God. He's a light to every man. One end of this earth to the other. 
Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. Go back there. We're there just a minute ago, so it won't take you long to find it. Acts 26. And verse number 22. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both the small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, and that He should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Praise the Lord. The risen Lord Jesus Christ is light for you. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you've done, how far you've wandered into that darkness. Come to the light. Jesus Christ. He'll save you. He'll cleanse you. He'll deliver you. Now, the Bible says, those who die in the dark, those who die without ever coming to that light, They enter forever into a place the Bible calls outer darkness. That's what you wanted. God's a gentleman. God's gracious. You want the dark. You have the dark forever. But the Bible says outer darkness where there is weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. You say, I don't like that. That's scary talk. Doesn't scare me. I'm not going. Doesn't have to scare you. You don't have to go. The Bible says of those that are saved that we not only go to, to, to heaven, but the Bible says in that place it has need, no need of the sun, no need of the moon, for the Lamb of God is the light to lighten that city. And we will never, never, never experience darkness again. Now, darkness now, darkness forever. Light now, light forever. I prefer the light. To the darkness. Jesus Christ, the true light with a capital L that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Amen and amen. Aren't you glad for the Bible? Aren't you glad for the Savior that it declares? Father, Father, thank you for coming to rescue those of us who had wandered off into darkness, those of us who had willingly walked into that darkness. Thank you. Thank you. For the message of light. Thank you for the cleansing power of Jesus. Father, may we, may we go into all this world to the Gentiles and to your chosen people and tell one and all of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. In his precious and holy name we pray. Amen.